The introduction to Bible truth that we give to children usually begins with the Bible stories, not as topical doctrinal studies, but just as the Bible itself begins with a story. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That's a statement of doctrinal fact, but it's also the start of a story, the start of history, the start of His story. And let's not forget that the Holy Spirit chose to introduce the world to Jesus Christ by inspiring four men to record what Jesus did and what He said in story format. Hi fellow dads, I hope you and your families had a wonderful time of giving thanks to God for his blessings throughout this past year upon you and yours. That said, it's hard to believe that November is just about done and the Christmas season is upon us. And as the leaders of our homes, it's time for us to make sure we're ready for this season. Every holiday has its stories. But no other holiday has as many stories in its lore as does Christmas. And with Christmas being a holiday full of stories, I hope that you've got stories in great books ready to read with your families. Stories about sharing and giving and personal sacrifice. And most of all, stories that get our minds thinking about and our hearts feeling the wonder of the Savior's first coming into the world. And since we're entering this season of stories, in this episode we're going to be thinking about why stories matter. And at the end of the show, keep listening for an announcement I think you will want to hear. Through wisdom is in-house builded, and by understanding it is established. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. Hi friends, welcome to the Treasure Box Books Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Ching, a redeemed child of God, happy husband and homeschooling dad, and lifelong lover of good books. Fellow dad, are you eager to fill your children's hearts with truth and faith and wisdom and courage? Do you long to build growing, lasting, God-centered relationships with your family? If you're ready to inspire and equip your children to walk with God by learning and living together, then come join us on our journey, and let's go find the treasures in books. If you're enjoying these episodes, I invite you to join me in our Facebook group, Treasure Box Books, or simply sign up for email updates using the form at treasureboxbooks.com. Aloha, and thank you for joining me for this episode. Have you ever noticed, reading your Bible, that it seems expected of a good man, of a righteous man, to leave an inheritance, to leave good things, to lay up good things for his children? Consider these passages from Proverbs, Proverbs 13, 22. A good man leaveth an inheritance to his children's children. Proverbs 15, 5. In the house of the righteous is much treasure. Proverbs 21.20, there is treasure to be desired and oil in the dwelling of the wise. And of course, the verses that you hear me quote at the beginning of every one of these podcast episodes, Proverbs 24, 3-4, through wisdom is an house builded, and by understanding it is established, and by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. 
When we see the word treasures, it's easy to think of gold and silver and precious stones and gemstones. It's easy to think of those things. It's easy to think of antiques. It's easy to think of something that is tangible and precious. But I think we might miss the point when we think of treasures only in the sense of the material, the physical, the tangible. I've come to believe that some of the richest and best treasures that we can lay up in store for our families in our homes are not the tangible kinds, but the intangible. Wisdom, truth, love, beauty, character, discipline. These are treasures that outlast even gold and silver and so on. These are treasures that our children can claim as an heritage as an inheritance and live by and pass on. And I think that many of these treasures that I've just mentioned are found encapsulated, often in the best form, in stories. Now, should we read stories together as a family? I suppose I take it for granted that you read stories with your children, and I suppose you take it for granted that I read stories with my children because that's what we talk about all the time on this podcast. But have you ever listed out the reasons why you should read stories together as a family? In this episode, I'd like to give you five reasons why we should read stories together as a family. Reason number one, because stories provide opportunities to talk about situations and ideas that would not otherwise come up in everyday conversation. One of my sons and I recently finished reading Then Darkness Fled, The Liberating Wisdom of Booker T. Washington, written by Stephen Mansfield. It's given us insight not only into the world of slavery 170 years ago, but also insight into the struggles people can face today, not only whites and blacks, but struggles between any groups of people, any classes. My son and I have discussed these things together while reading that book. We probably would not have thought much about these issues otherwise. And I've taken the opportunities raised by that book to discuss these issues with my son. Why read stories together? Reason number two. Because stories expand our knowledge and understanding of the world around us especially how God has worked in people's lives throughout history. About once each week, I read to my family a selection from a book called From This Verse, 365 Inspiring Stories About the Power of God's Word by Robert J. Morgan. Earlier this year, we read about a Chinese leper who was converted to Christ under the compassionate ministry of a missionary and personally helped 14 other lepers find forgiveness and eternal life in Jesus Christ. In July, we read about a Church of England pastor, Reverend W. Haslam, who was converted to Christ while preaching himself on Matthew 22, 42, What Think Ye of Christ? And a few days ago, I read a story about the Indian Christian Sundar Singh, who carried the gospel into Nepal and suffered greatly for his faith, but who was able to sing while he was being tormented for his faith. These are the kinds of stories I want my family to hear. These are treasures that they are getting, learning how God has worked in people's lives throughout history. Why read stories together as a family? Reason number three, because stories introduce us to people whose lives challenge and inspire us 
to do great things in our own generation. I suppose the previous reason overlaps with this. Once or twice a week during family time this year, I've been reading two books whose stories are based in Alaska. The first is called The Cruelest Miles. It's about how dog sledders rushed desperately needed serum to Nome, Alaska during the 1925 diphtheria epidemic. We were happy to finish the book. It's a somewhat long book for a family reading, but we also felt like we wanted the story to go on. And we certainly felt sad when the book told how some of the characters we grew to love through the telling of the story finally met their end. But as we listened to that story, we were challenged to think, what would I do if I had the ability to help in that situation? And what can I do to help people in situations now? The second book I have been reading to my family during family time this year is called God of the Aurora, The Holy Spirit's Call to the Asian People, written by my friend, Pastor Bruce Hamilton in Fairbanks, Alaska. God has given him a very special, a very unique, a very effective ministry to Asian people there in Alaska and actually across the ocean. Both of these books have given my family hours of wow and aha moments, and they've inspired us to think how we could be courageous and disciplined, as well as compassionate and sensitive to others' needs and feelings. From a Christian perspective, when I read The Coolest Miles to my family, I couldn't help but see the illustration for an urgent gospel witness. And of course, when I read Pastor Hamilton's book, God of the Aurora, I can't help but plead with God for open doors to share the gospel in a similar way to the way he's given Pastor Hamilton. Here's what has happened with these stories. They've inspired us. They've challenged us to live fuller, more self-sacrificing lives for the benefit of others and the glory of God. Why read stories together as a family? Reason number four, because stories provide common points of reference for each member of the family. Several years ago, we listened to a narrator read H.E. Marshall's This Country of Ours, which tells the early history of the United States of America. And in that story, it talks about the Timucuan Indians of Northeast Florida and the Huguenots and the Spaniards. And when we had the opportunity to visit Fort Caroline in Jacksonville, Florida, and hike the trails in the area, we had a sense of the long and troubled history that occurred there, and several of us understood it. Yes, at differing levels, but we all had a sense of the history that had happened there centuries before. Last year, I read Bridie of the Grand Canyon to my, at the time, seven-year-old son. Early this year, the Lord gave us an opportunity to take a road trip through Southern California and Western Arizona. And on a side trip along the old Route 66, we came across several wild burrows. Bridie was a burrow. My son, of course, was tickled, and I was too. And I said, look, it's Bridie. <laughs> so what's so important about a legendary burrow in a book and meeting a burrow in the wild? It's really not earth-shattering. It's not nearly as important as taking life-saving serum to children in the dead of winter in Nome, Alaska, and it's certainly not as important as taking the gospel to people lost in sin in Fairbanks, Alaska. So what's so important about that? Well, it's a connection. It was a connection point between a father and son. I wish you could see his face light up whenever we mention that chance encounter. 
I said chance encounter, but I happen to think that God just might have directed us to that chance encounter with that wild burrow and that group of wild burrows just for our enjoyment. And maybe, just maybe, to give a dad and his son another heart-to-heart connection. Why read stories together as a family? Reason number five. Because stories draw us together emotionally. This is similar to reason four, but different enough to classify as a fifth reason. You see, when we laugh or cry together, or feel concern for a character in a story together, or feel the suspense in a story together, or all react to the aha moments together, we feel drawn together. And that is a treasure you simply cannot buy at a big box store. My two older sons and I are reading Plutarch's Lives, and we're currently studying the life of Demosthenes. Uh, Reading Plutarch uh, feels mentally like wading out through heavy surf, I admit. But it's also exhilarating to ride the waves of understanding that come with diligent concentration. And here's a fun thing that's happened that we didn't quite expect. Because we're reading this book together, we could be sitting around the table and one of us say, Ropopo Perethra, and the other two would understand. And that's a connection. That's an emotional connection. It's a little bit of a humorous emotional connection. And we understand it because we've read the story together. Why read stories together as a family? Here is a bonus reason. Let's not forget that a good portion of the Bible is presented in the form of story. The introduction to Bible truth that we give to children usually begins with the Bible stories, not as topical doctrinal studies, but just as the Bible itself begins with a story. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. That's a statement of doctrinal fact, but it's also the start of a story, the start of history, the start of his story. It's a true story. It is the true story. And let's not forget that the Holy Spirit chose to introduce the world to Jesus Christ by inspiring four men to record what Jesus did and what he said in story format. Now as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, Come ye after me, and I will make you to become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. That's how Mark begins. Mark chapter 1, verses 16 through 18 begins with the story. By the way, did you ever think what kind of a manly man Jesus was? He ordered fishermen, professional fishermen, follow me. And they obeyed him. And how did Jesus teach? In most cases, he told stories. A certain man had two sons. And he came to the first and said, Son, go work today in my vineyard. That's Matthew 21, 28. In Luke 10, verse 30, Jesus answering said, A certain man went down from Jerusalem to Jericho and fell among thieves, which stripped him of his raiment and wounded him and departed, leaving him half dead. And you know the rest of that story. It's the story of the Good Samaritan. Some of the most effective missionary movements are based on simply telling the stories of the Bible from creation to Christ. So here are six reasons 
that we should read stories to and with our families, with our children. As we read stories to our children and retell stories worth retelling, we weave truths into the fabric of their thinking, making the truth stronger and stronger in their hearts and minds. Proverbs 24 verse 5 says, A wise man is strong, yea, a man of knowledge increaseth strength. As this knowledge in their minds grows, they are able to better make wise choices for life, as the characters and the stories become their counselors, their guides for life. Proverbs 24 verse 6 says, For by wise counsel thou shalt make thy war, and in multitude of counselors there is safety. Should we read stories with our families? I believe the answer is a resounding yes. If you heard something helpful today or feel better equipped to lead your family, maybe you have a friend who could benefit from this episode too. Don't keep it to yourself. Hit share in your podcast app or take a screenshot of this episode and share it with a friend. Or just post a link on Facebook to treasureboxbooks.com and let your friends know that this episode might encourage them. You can find any links and resources mentioned today on the episode page linked below, or just head over to treasureboxbooks.com and sign up to get our newsletter to keep you informed about future episodes and product releases. And if you've got a book recommendation or experience or idea you'd like to share with other dads, send me an email. My address is nathan at treasureboxbooks.com. I'd love to hear from you. Until we meet again, keep leading your family to find the treasures in books. Are you enjoying these podcasts and getting excited about reading to your family, but maybe you're not quite sure where to start? Or maybe you're already one of those that reads to your kids regularly, but you love to find good audio recordings to continue filling their minds and hearts with inspiring truths, even when you aren't able to be in the room reading to them. Lord willing, this Wednesday, we will be launching the Refresh Publishing Store, where you can buy several audio recordings from Treasure Box Books, including the Gift of the Magi audio story mentioned a few episodes back, and another treasure that we'll be giving you samples of over the next few weeks, 50 Famous Stories Retold by James Baldwin. Whether your kids already love listening to stories or you're not sure how they will respond, how about making this the day that you begin a new family tradition? Maybe this December you could listen to The Gift of the Magi together while your family is decorating or wrapping gifts. And 50 Famous Stories Retold could be a Christmas gift for the whole family to enjoy, one story each week in the coming year. Or you could let the children enjoy them all during their Christmas break. If you're hearing this after Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, head on over to refreshpublishing.com and check out the products in our shop. Or treasureboxbooks.com will take you there too. And at any time, you're welcome to sign up for our newsletters to keep you informed about future episodes and product releases. Again, just head over to treasureboxbooks.com and check it out.